Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. Hey, T. This is like a relic. I know. We're just recording like normal together. No video. No separate. This is like houses. the inception of the podcast. How we did, how we did everything. We sat on your couch with we, our beverages. We talked shit for thirty minutes before. Yup. <laughs> and then we're like, I guess we maybe should record. Maybe should record. I mean, now I'm like, it's weird because now I'm like. My, my daughter's getting dropped off. Oh, no. At- <laughs> well, I texted my dad. Thank, you know what? Like, Phil, if you ever listen to this, retire. Love you. <laughs> because he actually, like, texted me photos today. My mom sucks at social media or, like, texting and phones and everything. Mind you, she wants a brand new phone. I'm like, for what, bitch? You know. Do I use it? Um, and he sent me, like, videos and whatever. And I was like, all right, just let me know when you're on your way so I can make sure I'm home. And she's like, she is sleeping now. And after she wakes, we'll feed her and then we'll come. I'm like, that is so nice. (laughs) Uh, We love, we love Phil. We love Phil. Literally, I was at my parents' house yesterday and I kid you not, because my cousins were coming over, which Teresa, by all accounts, is an actual cousin to me now. Yeah. Um... My, my dad literally walks up to goes he calls so Teresa and her mom have the same name so it's big T that we call her mom and I just we just refer to T as T but like my dad calls Teresa little T so he literally runs up to me yesterday he's like is little T coming over I mean if Phil invited, if I knew Phil had invited me I would have I would have gotten in my car like I, I said like I'm feeling like shit <laughs> I'm coming to see my family. like I think in my dad's eyes it's Leah Little T. Yeah. Deb. <laughs> Me. Gina. <laughs> I'll take second to Leah. I'll allow that. As long as I'm above everybody else. You are. 100%. <laughs> totally fine. I love that. Uh, I love him. We aren't here to talk about my family hierarchy love. I mean, so. if it's complimentary to me, like, we can just... We can. <laughs> screw the podcast. Screw, screw a soul of ash and blood. Um, which, by the way... <laughs> Like, okay, so A Soul of Ash and Blood by JLA. I mean, I don't really think I need to give a synopsis. It's basically book one uh, from Blood and Ash, but from Castile's, like, POV. So he is essentially, like, reminiscing, telling stories to Poppy, who is in Stasis. Stasis. So after the events of A War of Two Queens, um, she goes into Stasis for... And they they don't really say the time frame, but it seems like maybe, like, a week. Yeah, it doesn't seem very long. No. They say in the beginning that it could be a few days. It could be a few hours, a few days, or, like, a few weeks. But it's basically, like, the end of her, like, culling or ascension becoming a primal, um, which is, you know, a step above a god. And if you've read the series, which I assume you have if you're listening, um, then you, I guess, like, would probably understand the hierarchy. Primals are, like, the top guns, then gods, then just, like, normal, dumb immortals anyway um so he's like they the i forget who it is is like okay like yeah she's going oh it's a nectus he says she's going into stasis Mm -hmm. and when she wakes up she can potentially lose all of her memories so you should stay with her and talk to her and like reminisce um that sometimes can help and uh so that's what castile does and i don't know like i heard people like 
saying that like oh like you get some like new insight and like you learn some new things and I feel like I didn't I don't think I learned anything new in this book like even okay maybe I maybe I missed it or maybe I just I don't know like maybe it comes up in a war of two queens in the Castile chapters but I thought that we already knew that Castile killed Shay I thought we knew that too. And but then in this book it seemed like he, it did seem like it was like a hidden thing. Right. Or was it maybe just like that like his like there's like really sad parts in here where like you realize like how fucked yeah. up Castile was. I mean obviously he was um held held captive for fifty years and then he gets out and he kills the person that he like thought he was like in love with and like he I, goes through like a really dark dark yeah. time where he's like self-harming which you are learning that which is new right but that's really about it to me i thought yes. i thought the same thing about the shade thing also so i don't know if when him and kieran are talking so it, it bounces from like present day where he's just like kind of talking to poppy and talking to kieran i mean poppy's obviously asleep the whole time um and then like he has like a moment with his brother and millicent um but most of it is him just talking to Poppy. But I'm wondering if when he was, like, saying to Kieran that, like, you know, Poppy didn't know all this. I think it's just... I, I think that Poppy knows that he killed Shay. I'm thinking maybe she didn't know how bad he was after... Maybe. After like the, the extent. Ten. Yeah. Because they do talk about how, like, when she does wake up, I have to talk to her more and, like, let her know. Like, it's something that I need to tell her. Yeah, but I thought that, like, we knew that he killed Shay. Like, I wasn't... I was like, it yeah. didn't like it didn't shock me when they said it, so that's why I was like, yeah. and I feel like it would have shocked me if I didn't. Right, I but know. now I'm like wondering if maybe when he's being held captive in a war of two queens, if it comes up then, but he doesn't actually ever tell Poppy, but we maybe. know as readers. But I don't know why I thought that like Poppy knew. Um, I thought she knew also. Um, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, Teresa and I were talking about this um, last week, and, like, okay, I'm upset. <laughs> I have to, like, get my thoughts together. I'm obsessed with Castile, I think, as, like, the rest of us are. Yeah, like, he, like, he's, like, a top yes. ten, like, probably even top five, like, fantasy romance book. 100%. And I don't understand why my brain is doing this. Okay, so when the Twilight series was back, and when we were all fucking head over heels for Twilight... When the Edward POV stuff got, like, leaked and then you could read whatever she had done online, I salivated for it. Oh, no, so, like, I did not read it. Oh, I did. It was fucking phenomenal. Now, you also said, like, if Resand had a POV in, you know, Akatar, again, I would foam at the mouth for this. I don't know it's be because, like, by the time the last two books of the series came out, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah there's just so much here. Yeah. Like, a lot of it, I was almost like, what's the point of this? I feel like it almost, like, put a damper, if you will, on, like, my excitement for this because I like Castile a lot. But, like, I... I just I, don't think we needed... No. ...this book at this point in... Like, I honestly think that if she put this out, like, 10 years from now was just, like, on the 10-year anniversary for Blood and Ash, she was like, I'm dropping Here's, Castile's, yeah. like, POV of book one. I think that or, I would crap my pants, probably. excited. Depending on how the series ended. Yes. I also think because of, like, the... 
and you said this, you did say this about like um, Throne of Glass, like because we read it like back to back to back with all the books, like there's a different level of appreciation, but I also felt like a lot of the, the books in that series didn't have like, I don't want to call it fluff, but just I feel like a lot of stuff that like, I don't think you could have taken a thing out of those books, but that's how I, that's how I felt. Right. Whereas like this to me and like a lot of the books of the series, I feel like I could, I could have taken chunks out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did say this because I was like, I feel like if I was reading Throne of Glass as they were coming out, I would be like, okay, like, this is just like, what is the point of this? Like, where is this going? Like, I think that maybe when From Blood and Ashes the series is over, like, because there are things that maybe we're learning now that we don't know are important. That's true. And like, if it was a three book series, everything feels important at that point. But when you have like a six book series, or I mean, at this point, then you have the prequel as well. You almost start being like, okay, like, where is this series going? Because I feel like it could have already ended. But, like, from book one, Throne of Glass, to the last book, the plot completely changes. So I feel like if it was coming out, like, every two years, I think I would have also lost interest at some point and been like, okay, like, first she's an assassin, and now all of a sudden, like, they're, like, they're on, like, another con. Like, I feel like I would have been, like, annoyed. I mean, I can 100% see that thought And I think that, like, two... Okay, and, like, I'm... I'm not a Tower of Dawn Kale apologist. I'm a hater. I'm a Tower of Dawn Kale hater. And I think that if I was reading the books as they came out and I read it, Empire of Storms, and the next book came out and it was Tower of Dawn, I think I would have DNF'd the series. Damn, those are those are great. And movies. I love Throne of Glass. Yeah. But I'm saying like at the time, like I think that I would have picked up Tower of Dawn and been like, fuck this book, fuck this series. Like, why the fuck is she giving us a fucking Kale book? I hear you. Like, I think that, like, if I was reading them, like, at the time they were coming out, but I think because they, I read them all back to back to back to back, I appreciated it more, where it's, like, it's hard when you're, like, wait, because when we read War of Two Queens, we were obsessed. Like, we weren't War of Two Queen haters. We were not War of Two Queens. But then haters. it's, like, okay, like. Ask me if what was, what happened to War of Two Queens, and I could not fucking tell I you. I mean, I can barely tell, I can't tell you anything that happened to any of the Throne of Glass books either at this I mean, point. Tr- honestly, it's true. But, I, but, yeah, you're right. Like, so maybe, it's very valid. So, so, like, but again, like, then she comes out with Shadow and the Ember and Light and the Flame, which I really like them and I like the stories. But it's like, okay, like, we didn't need a Castile POV book. Like, why aren't you just not putting out the next book in the series? Or give us Castile POV. I or give the Castile POV at, like, 250 pages, yes. not 600. Correct. And, like, you can totally still sneak in those present chapters, like, quote-unquote present, like, in, like when yeah. it's in the present. But, like, again, short and everything else. Like, I think at one point, like, I went for a run and I listened to it and I was, like, so into it. And then after that point, I lost. I was, like, I'm, I'm, I ebbed and flowed on it. Like, at first I was, like, okay, boring. And then I was, like, okay, obsessed. And then I was, like, okay, it's dragging a little bit. And then, like, something would happen. I'd be, like, oh, like, you know, things would happen. It'd be, like, fun to reminisce on it. I'm a big rereader or, like, I'll re-listen to audiobooks. Like, so I don't mind the reminiscing part. I just think it was, did not need to be 600 pages long. Like, no. The only thing that you need to... If you are uninterested in reading this, I would say... Read the chapters say, say Just go to... Yeah, no, not even... I wouldn't even say... You can probably skip all besides the last one. Yeah, but I mean, I guess if you want to make it a little more... You're right. You could read the last one if you just want to, like... I'll say if you want to... Yeah, on. the last one is the only thing that I think really, like, moves the plot. Or it will have consequence. It'll as, have consequence. Like... You'll need to know it going into the next book. Um, I just don't also think because then I went to Goodreads because I yeah <laughs> I was like because I love Castile so like I, and I don't and I don't I said this too 
I don't mind JLA's writing because I'm not, not going into her books being like she's a literary genius and like this is going to be like Crescent City. It's going to be a style. good ride. Right, like I'm reading from Blood and Ash series for strictly like entertainment purposes, not because I'm like literary perfection. So, I mean, like, yeah, does she say things like, I mean, there's like some cringe lingo that she uses that's like very, like, un, oh, unalive. And like, there was a few I think that I was gonna start tapping, but I was like, whatever. Like, she like uses like very um, current like, like slang okay. and like jargon. Which I guess, like, can be really, like, annoying. I just, it just kind of just goes over my head, honestly. Same. I probably wouldn't even picked up on it. Yeah. I didn't, and I listened to it, and I heard things that, like, bothered it, me. Because it's, it's, like, it's not all the time I think it happens. Like, certain, like, little things happen maybe, like, four times, like, okay. that I picked up on throughout the book. So, like, it's not enough to take me out of it. It's not, like, constantly yeah. coming up. But I'm also just, like... Like, she's just, like, vibes. I don't know. There's just, like, certain things. And I'm, like, would this, like, would this person in this fantasy world be, like, saying something like, right. oh, I'm going to unalive him? No. That's just, like, a... It's a, like, well, we... Lingo. Right. we mortals use. And, like, you're right. Like, because I was even, like... Because you had to talk to me about, like, a, like my horse, like, yeah, like last week. So I was, like, very fucking pissed off with this book. Mm-hmm. Like, just the sheer fact of its existence I was annoyed with. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then, like, I did go home. And I was, like, wait a minute. Like, I listened to From Blood and Ash... And I remember salivating out, uh, over it two years ago. Because yeah. I was like, wait, it was definitely like last year. I was like, no, Katie. I think we re-listened last year before War Two Queens came out too. We re-listened, but it was like the year prior yeah. that I listened to it on my run. So I was like, I wasn't running in the fall last year because I like couldn't run when I was pregnant. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, it really was two years ago. So like from two years ago to now, like that's how, like, so I was like, all right, Teresa does have a point. I do feel that this has more... Stuff that I'd be willing to take out yeah. versus the Throne of Glass series, but you do have a very valid point with it. Whereas, like, that's a thick fucking series, and you're right. Like, books one and two, well, books one and two, I read like four different times trying to get through it, and I hated them. Um, but moving on, like, from those, like, yeah, you're right. Like, a lot of shit happens, and like, it, they, it takes a crazy turn. Like, right. you didn't even, you're in a whole different world from like what happened in the first two. It's like, you're, you're correct, but it's just, I don't know. I'm still like slightly annoyed over it. I'm annoyed that it was 600 pages. Yeah. Like, I think that, like, I mean, like... Hit the big points of, I like, gave it, like, four stars because, like, I mean, I enjoy, I love like Castile. Yeah. I, I'm happy that we did get, like, more from him. We always, like, you know, get him in small doses but from, like, Poppy's... I don't want to say small doses. He's obviously a huge part of the series. And, like, comparing this to, um, like, the Zodiac Academy Beyond the Veil book. Like, that, <laughs> yeah. to me, like, I did not need that book. At all. Like, 0% chance that I need that, like, 400-something page book. I didn't care about any of those characters. Like, even Darius in those books, like, I could not have cared less about him. Um, That, to me, was, like, so disgustingly unnecessary (laughs) as a book. (laughs) That, like, this, although unnecessary, I still found enjoyable. Where, like, Beyond the Veil, like, I was just, like, cringing the whole time. Um, Which is maybe why I'm, like, more favorable towards this book because I have such a bad taste in my mouth from Zodiac Academy like bridging book which I feel like this is like a bridging it's definitely a bridging book book. and you're right like I went through ebbs and flows with it like again we love Castile yeah I feel like she honestly put it out because so War Two Queens came out last February it was right after Crescent City Mm -hmm. um so maybe March I think it was March anyway it came out last March and the next, and then A Light in the Flame came out, 
which is like the prequel. And the next book in the series is, an, is like, I think the final book in like the prequel in like okay. Nikto's and Sarah. I think it might not be the final, but I, I know October, the third book in that is coming out. So I feel like she did this to kind of keep the From Blood and Ash like hype. Because it's gonna, it's really, going back. I really wish she just stuck. Like again, I'm all for. I didn't even read a light in the whatever because I just, I'm annoyed. Um, right. I just feel like I just like, feel like pick, oh, there's pick need. something to, to focus on, like or just consolidate the story. I mean, I say this, but then I'm like, if Sarah Jemass like was like, oh, I'm writing seven Crescent City books. Oh, I'd be but like, again, right. I would be like, great, because I will like, I will just gobble up anything Sarah Jemass says. But at the same time, like, knowing where the story of Crescent City is going. It doesn't need seven books. So, like, would I also eventually get annoyed and be like, okay, like, oh, now she's just, well, like... look at us at Zodiac Academy. Right. You and I were, like, we, we are obsessed, but, like, I think... After book I seven, I was, like, ready for it to be yeah. over. Like, I don't... Like, I don't, I'm getting annoyed now. Yeah. Like, 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 what the fuck's going on? Yeah. So, like, same thing. Like, I think if she maybe didn't release the prequels, I'd be more of, like, okay, cool. Like, a Castile book doesn't need to be 600 pages. No, but, like, okay. And, like, okay, oh, cool. We're going to finish it. Great. But, like, it's, like, you're giving me these prequels where I'm, like, I don't even know what the fuck is happening anymore. Like, what is yeah. going on? Yeah. And I, yeah, like, again, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, again, like I said, like, I mean, like, I have a lot of, I mean, not a lot, but I have a lot of tabs where I was, like, okay, like, I remember this. And, like, this was, like, you know, cute or, like, whatever. And, like, the end... Um, it's like the end, one of like a revenant, which are like the people that like you can't kill that the ascended like create or whatever, um, comes to try to kill Poppy and Castile, like in his like sleep, like recognizes there's someone there. Yeah. But he's stabbed with a bone of a primal, which like basically like incapacitates him. But, like, his love for Poppy, like, I guess, like, his, um... So strong. Yeah, obviously. Like, you're mated, whatever, your heart... Heartmates. Yeah, thank you. Um, his, like, instincts take over, and he somehow... Somehow. Oh, I mean, they explain it, but he, like, somehow, uh, what's the word? I want to say more. Thank you. Shifts into a cave cat, um, and he kills the revenant, or he rips it apart, which it'll eventually come back to life, because apparently that's what happens. Um, and they say that that happened because of the joining with Kieran, because Kieran is a shifter yeah. that they probably now Castile and Poppy can shift. But the Revenant says something along the lines of, um, says something. Oh, you fu- he calls Castile an idiot, false primal. And I feel like his shifting has more to do with whatever that means. Cause like, okay. Because there was always a primal of death mm-hmm. and a primal of life. And that was Nikdos and Colas. And it was like Nikdos' dad was a primal of life. Colas was a primal of death. When Colas got mad that Nikdos' dad wouldn't re like wouldn't bring back Colas' like love or whatever. They somehow like he like took over as primal of life. So right now Poppy is the primal of life and death. So I feel like there needs to be a balance of powers yeah. and, like, she's going to have to, like, give one of them to Castile, maybe? Maybe. Because she's holding, like, two. two. She also wakes and, up like, yeah, like, like And, like, Nikdos was the primal of death and Sarah was the primal of life. So, like, maybe, like, that has something to do with that. And, like, again, no, I don't fucking know. I don't know. When but the next I, book coming out, I couldn't tell you, so we haven't think, about it for a while. <laughs> I, think, I think 2024. I know that the Nito Sarah book oh, comes yeah. out this fall, but I know that the... But again, I think there's two more books. Or 
I think, yeah, I think there's two more books. Two more books of From Blood and Ash series? Yeah. Not even in... Hold on. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> but I think that there's two two more From Blood and Ash books. It, you can't see me without giving Teresa a face. But, like, again, like, there only needs to be one. Like, they only need to defeat Colas. I forgot about that fucker. Yeah, he comes, like, kind of at the end of From Word to Feet. forgot about him. Um... I forgot everything about this fucking series besides the fucking <laughs> first book. I'm just so annoyed. I mean, like, zero disrespect when I say this. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> no, no. I would never... I don't want to ever disrespect someone because, you know what? It's their work. This is their, like, everything. Like, this is someone's blood, okay, sweat, okay. tears. She announced that it would be six books. This is the fifth. Oh, thank you. So there's one Christ. book okay. left. Visions of Flesh and Blood, and it comes out in 2024. But there is one more. So I think there's one more Light in the Flame book. Okay. Which is October. And then I think there's one more from Blood and Ash book. I feel so much better knowing that this is book five. Yeah. And in the and the Light in the Flame, or the Shadow and the Ember book that's coming out in October, you meet Cole. Like, I think you get more backstory on, okay. like, him and, like, him with Nikdos and Sarah. Like, I think you get, like, a lot of a backstory so that when, like, the final book comes out, I, I take back everything I was about to say. That's okay. That's what Google. That's what Google says. So this is what I think we need to do. So I can change my fucking attitude. <laughs> Katie is like mom drama right now. I feel like ever since you became mom, you have like no patience for I anything. Don't, I don't no. have patience anymore. Honestly, like, I don't blame get, you. Give me to the fucking point. Like, yeah. don't take me on a fucking ride. Give me what I want. But I do think I am going to do a full reread. Before the last book. Oh, 100%. Not including this book. No. This is out. I will do the prequels also probably after From Blood and Ash. Like, I want to get through, like, the first four. But remember when you did Shadow, like, you didn't you didn't read Shadow and the Ember before War of Two Queens, and then you were confused. I feel like you have to do the oh, prequels you're right, you're before. Right, you're right. I think you're you have right. to do them before right. the last book comes out. JK. But if this is any takeaway that you have for me besides maybe, like, not having patience, re- read the prequels first because I was very confused. Yeah, she was like, "Who the fuck is Nectus? Like, yeah. who is?" Like, and who's I'm not Reaper? gonna lie, I think you know what, Teresa, bless your little heart and soul, and I mean that in love, not like the southern like fuck you way. Yeah, um, you're right because I th- and I think that's why I've like forgotten so much about War of Two Queens because the whole fucking time I was confused. Yes, like the whole time I was. Yeah, confused. like you were like texting like, "Who is this person?" Yeah, and I was like, "You were supposed to reach out on the Ember first. I know, <laughs> I did. But also, like, okay, and I. Here I am. I'm going to go back to my... I mean zero disrespect. But I mean zero, zero disrespect when I say, like, I get what she did, but I think she should have given us more time as a reader to, like, get them done. Yeah. Um, And I don't think... I also don't think she said at first you should read. She didn't say it until, like, the week of War of Two Queens like, coming out. I don't out. think that's fair. Like, I... Because I, I remember people being really upset about it because they were like, you never said we had to read exa- it. And I think you have to preface, like, your people like your fans like with that information because I was not rushing I think that's why I didn't read it there was no way I was going to get that done and then I know with like being in a a, again this is totally on me feeling this way but like when you have friends who are reading the book like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to just be like okay never mind I'm not going to be in the chat because I want to now like read this book that I couldn't get to right like that would have been annoying to me yeah so like and it was but like now I fucked myself because I don't understand anything that happened with War of Two Queens but I will this is your proof on I mean, is it? 31st of July. You have until next, I want to say, I want to say, I saw it was like, eight, yeah. Happy birthday, Harry Potter. <laughs> it's, it's your birthday, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard. 
Um, <laughs> is today our brother's birthday? <laughs> I'm not well. <laughs> I'm sleep deprived. Uh, I know I have a year. But um, you were going to say something before too about Goodreads. Oh. <laughs> uh, because I feel a certain way about this. Like, I'm also laughing because I got a text from a random member that goes, do you have time to practice yoga with me in the evening? I don't know who the fuck you are, but I don't practice yoga. Kudos to whoever does. This shit's hard. Um, one, I will say I found one, someone's review. And bless this person because they did not rate it. They just put their thoughts out there. And I think that's Love how that. it should be. You should not be rating shit five, like one star when it's your own thoughts and opinions. Like rate it if you read it, if you want to, but like, if you're like, why am I getting this? Blah 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 blah. Then it's not a review, right? If you didn't read it, then you shouldn't. Then Co- you shouldn't give a star rating. Correct. You can post without a star rating on Goodreads, guys. I don't know if you knew that. You don't have to give things one stars that you haven't read. No, you don't. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed going through these. Um, I was shocked to see it's at a four point one. Yeah. Um, Same. That kind of blew my mind. I was expecting like well above a four and a half or at least a four two five. Um, I don't know. I just like, I think it's Lucy's at the top. I didn't even know this existed. This is going to be Cass's POV. I love Cass, but I want to know what happens next. I don't want to just read the same thing again from a yep. different point of view. And I, I, I feel very strongly aligned with this person because again, like, I know I felt, like, very strongly about, like, reading the few chapters that we got of Edward's POV from Twilight, and if Reese had his own POV... But, okay, but she came out with the whole Edward's POV book. You didn't go read that. No, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, but, if, but if SJM did write a whole book on uh, Reese's POV... But, again, I also love Reese more than Castile. So, like, that... Yeah. And I love the series more as a whole. So right. that could be why. Um... And, again, this is not against anything to... With JLA. Like, this is just my thoughts and opinions, but, like... I just was so annoyed that this came out. <laughs> no, no, I know. I, no, I annoyed it came out at 600 pages. If this yes. was 250, I'd be like, cool, fucking great. Right. Yeah, like, I didn't need detail. Like, I already know what happened at the Red Pearl. Like, yes. You know what I mean? like, it was this, it was a, yes. It was literally, like, yes. the like, same thing. Same dial, like, everything. So, like, if, I mean, like, again, like, it is, like, fun in some scenarios to be like, okay, like, what was Castile thinking during this? Like, under the willow tree and stuff. Like, yeah. I like that. Yes. And, like, you under, like you learn that, like, okay, like, he didn't want, like, he didn't plan for the dissenters to attack. Like, there are things that you do learn, but they didn't, like, progress the plot. So, I feel like it could have been done just in, like, but less again, than 300 like, pages. Give us those big moments and, like, reminisce. A Castile novella would yeah. have been so Just, like, highlighting nice. the, the moments that you, you think the readers would have really wanted to know about. Like, you're right. Yeah, like, you know, it doesn't need to be the whole It doesn't need to be the whole book. book. Like the red, like the, yeah, like at the Red Pearl, I was like, we're, what? Yeah, like, we already know this. Like verbatim. Yeah, verbatim. So, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, we read it. <laughs> Katie's also butthurt because she really wanted to read A Curse So Dark and Lonely. No, that was, you were the one who wanted to do that one. Ember in the Ashes? I think I was very unbiased into like what we picked this month. But you just didn't want that. I just did not want that. (laughs) (laughs) I was heated last week. Wait, so. Also, I'm not gonna lie. He. Okay, I listened to this on audio. The narrator is phenomenal. Yeah, I listened to like a small snippet. He's wonderful. 
But no one does Castile better than Stina fucking Nielsen. No, it's true. So I was just pissed. I was pissed yeah. for a lot of different reasons. I mean, like, she couldn't have done this book because she would have had to stay in male character voice the whole time. She would have deserved awards, but, but I was very upset. Listening to From Blood and Ash. I was, like, on, like, sidewalks, like, salivating, sweating because of her voice, not yes. because of my run. <laughs> no, uh, no, her take on Castile is... Spot fucking on. Bitch deserves Oof. rewards. It, yeah, I don't always love, like... Some it, do a really nice job with the male voice, but yeah, she... Yeah, I was saying, yeah, like, there's some where I'm just level. like, ooh, like, it's a little rough. Hers, I was like, I don't, I'm not missing... A male narrator no, at all. same. Like, I was like, Stina, you got a girlfriend. Yeah, no, she did a great... She did a phenomenal great, job. Great job. And he, this narrator does a phenomenal job as well. I do not want to discount that. He but she just terrific. does such a great job, but yeah. There's no other Castile's voice in my mind. No, she's... Yeah, no, it's really good. It's um, so good. Not that this is... this. Like, I'm just moving on from this book now. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to go and, like, start reading quotes. Because you, if you read the first book, you've, you've read all the quotes. Um... <laughs> But, okay, so last week we did not do a spilling the tea. But I still want to talk about how annoyed I was with the Lady of Darkness. <laughs> You're getting all of our complaints today. Uh, yeah, you know what? Um, I have my period. Uh, Same. Yeah, like things, my hormone, you know what? Shit has been going on. So um, I've been cranky. And... Um, anyway, so we read Lady of Darkness two weeks ago. That was our podcast episode. Welcome. Hello. And we both really liked the first book. I immediately went and read the second book and I was like, okay, it was a little slow, but I liked it. I liked it a little less than the first, but I was like, this is still good. I'm going to read book three. And then I read book three. And if you guys have been listening to this podcast since the beginning, you know that it takes a lot for me to DNF. A lot. One, it takes a lot for me to DNF a book, and it takes a lot for me to DNF a series. Because I always, again, if you've been following us on Book Talk since the beginning, you know uh, Serpent and Dove, the series, is my villain origin story. Because I read all three books, and I fucking hated all of them. <laughs> but I kept being like, you know what? I gotta get, I gotta read them all. Um, I think since, since we started podcasting, I maybe DNF'd like three books. And that was... Marriage for One, horrible book. Um, Lady of Darkness, book three, which is Lady of Ashes, I believe. And then I DNF'd um, the Savage Lands series, like the final book. I read like 20% and I was like, I, and I was like, no. About this and book. yeah, no, I, I can't talk about it because honestly, like books one through four, amazing. We were, we were book amazing. five, oh. horrific. And I read like 20% of book six and I was like, mm, <laughs> no. Um, anyway, so Lady of Ashes. I DNF'd at 80%. I like clicked. I was like, oh, 80%. Like, I'm almost done. Like, I can get through this. I was, I was like, but I'm gonna, like, I looked. It was like two, it was like over two hours left. And I was like, actually, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not gonna dedicate two more hours of my life to a series that I know I'm not picking up the fourth book. There you go. So I DNF'd it. And all I have to say is that it, the, the late, like, we said it in the Lady Darkness episode, how it's all, like, it was very heavily character-driven. There mm -hmm. wasn't, like, a lot of plot in the first book. And that's how the second book was, too. Very character-focused. So when you have a character-focused story, you need to have character development. Yes. 
if you're not gonna if there's very if there's very little plot development and, and like the focus is the characters and like we need them to you know develop themselves so by like 80 percent into book three all the issues were still the same none of the characters had grown scarlet was still as stubborn like her whole shtick in book two was i don't want to be a queen i don't want to be a leader blah, blah blah she finally like is like okay i accept this position and then instead of like relying on like her inner circle and people who have been in leadership positions for like 200 years instead of like relying on them she's just like i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want to do and it's to her detriment and then we have like other like characters and positions of power that are acting the same way nobody's communicating with mm. each other nobody's listening to each other nobody's learning from their mistakes so i had to dnf it um and honestly i'm still really fucking pissed about it because i hate when i dedicate time to things <laughs> that like i'm not enjoying um no i hear you precious time man yeah you know what i do want to read what i've been in a very big cowboy romance mood you, um yes you have I'm still thriving in it. I'm still I'm still loving every second. Um, I found a new author that I'm like in love with. She writes like 280 page books, and I'm like, bless your fucking heart and soul, lady. Um, let me go to my Amazon. I think I put it in my cart because I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I feel like a lot of the UK editions are just so much nicer than ours. Yeah. But I will say that this book is beautiful in the US as well. The Jassad Air. Okay. By Sarah Hashem. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, I believe it's like Egyptian, but I hear people think it is just as good, and some say better, I don't know, than The Fourth Way. And I think that's a very oh, bold statement. Yep, I know what you're talking about. So it's on my very short to-do list. Okay, you're gonna have to like let me know. Obviously. I'm also gonna so this is my issue. <laughs> this is my dilemma. Because I have a child, it's very easy to read on a Kindle versus a like a book, a physical book. Because yeah. if I'm holding her for most reasons that like she's just upset or her tummy hurts, because you know, hashtag us girls have tummy troubles in my family. Um yeah. but look how pretty the cover is. So oh that's so pretty. I know. So I really need you can't see it, it's fucking gorgeous. Look it up. Um I obviously need to own it if I like it. Yeah. But I also need to now buy the Kindle edition. So I'm going to probably do both. But I'm like praying it's as good as it sounds. Like so many people are like vetting it. And I'm like, all right, like there's some, there's some big names out there saying that this is amazing. And it like equals fourth wing status. So I'm like, I gotta, and you know what I like about it? It is 529 pages long. That's really nice. Thank you, Sarah. That is really nice. So. The Scorched Th Throne, it's called, that's a series, which also, I don't know, I just, this cover is really pretty. I'll say it again, the cover's really pretty. The cover is really pretty. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm very excited to read this. I think we're going to read it soon. All I'm right. actually going to read one more Cowboy Romance book and I might segue into this. Okay. You're going to have to I should let me know. you guys posted. Um, August. Do we talk, want to talk about August? Yes. Okay, so first of all, Unravel Me comes out tomorrow, so that's what I'm going to be reading. <laughs> You need to keep posted on that. Yeah. One. I'm very excited. Um, okay, so I mean, this is August. This is our first August episode. So, A Soul of Ash and Blood. Um, so, next week we will do Our Normal Spilling the Tea. Then, um, Red, White, and Royal Blue comes out on the 11th. And we are going to do a book slash movie 
episode with at Mary from Roses Are Red. Um, she is coming over to spend mm-hmm. the night um, so that we can watch the movie together. So we're going to have a little red, white, and royal blue party. I'm thinking that maybe we're going to have some red, white, and royal blue cocktails and we might just record right after the movie and it might be a fun like, little tipsy episode. Um, so stay tuned for that because it's probably going to be hilarious and just a bunch of us screaming at each other over each other. Um, then we're going to do another Spilling the Tea episode, but there's five Wednesdays yes, there's in five August. Wednesdays. So we had this last Wednesday that we were like, what should we do? And Unravel Me comes out tomorrow, August 1st. And that's what we're we, going to do. Yeah, we are. I mean, I'm going to read it tomorrow. Then I'm going to have to, you know, probably reread it again before we record the episode at the end of the month. Um, but I've been waiting for this to come out forever. That's one. Two, we've only ever done one hockey romance on this podcast and I fucking hated it. So I feel redemption. like redemption because I know it's going to be amazing. All the arc readers have like been like loving it, loving it. Um, all the reviews coming in are amazing. Apparently it's like the best of the playing for keeps, you know, series books so far. So considering you play with me or the first two, they're great. The audio versions of those two books are out and the audio versions are also great. If you're an audiobook reader, um, Unfortunately, Unravel Me, the audiobook isn't coming out until I think October or sometime in the fall. So if you are an audiobook reader, then you're going to have to wait a little bit for that. But um, we're going to do that at the end of the month. So we're doing a third book club book pick. Um, so, I mean, for everybody out there, who who cares? That's what we're doing this month. Um, <laughs> as always, check the Instagram for any schedule updates. I mean, I know last week we ended up not being able to post. Um, so, you know, check our stories or anything or DM us. Um, and then September will be here before we know it, and summer's basically over, and Katie will be on her witchy book season kick soon. Oh, I've already started to compile lists of what to start I figured. With. Witchy books, and I'm going to do, um, gothic romances. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So. Alright. We'll come back to you. Well, because at least, like, I feel like you, not that you're not opposed to a witchy book. No, I'm not. But you definitely, I think, would like more, like, you like gothic fantasy or gothic romances a bit more. Yeah. So, I'm on my hunt. If anyone has any good recs, obviously, slide into our DMs. Please. And also, um, I mean, I've been doing hockey romance recs since May of last year, I think, when I first started doing them. And then I was like, oh, like, in honor of the NHL season, I'm going to start, like, you know, doing, like, a little bit more. And then I kind of never stopped. So, with the upcoming NHL season in October, stay tuned in September because I'll probably do, do, I'll I'll compile a huge list. And I think I want to do a big giveaway um, as well. Maybe some of my favorite hockey romances um, just to promote the start of the NHL season. And really quick because because it's very uh, current eventy right now, all the hockey romance drama that's going on on TikTok, which I'm sure Katie. There's only one side to be on, and that's the side of the player and his wife. So if you're on the wrong side, if you're if you're on you're on the wrong side of history if you don't take that side. Um, and that's pretty much all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all. That's no, that's really it. All right. <laughs> I was like, is there more? And while I was scrolling on Goodreads looking for um, the from Blood and Ash like books here, I accidentally rated one of the books that hasn't come out yet one star, and I can't figure out which one it is. Um, I clicked it accidentally, and now I don't know where it went. So, um, if you see that I did that, after talking shit about people who do that, um, I apologize. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to fix it. I'm gonna try to fix it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where I went wrong here. But anyway, that's all, that's all we got. Do you got anything else? I think that's all I have, obviously. Um, alright, well, if that is the case, then we will see you guys next week. Katie? 
the hate. Oh, that's terrible. That was a bad one. Do it again. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. <laughs>